a bi-weekly broadcast for Texas readers, authors, and poets. Brought to you by Quarter March Media. Hello and welcome to the Texas Books Podcast. This is our second episode on August 26, 2019. I'm your host, Carrie Farrell Foley, and I'll be back every few weeks to update you on the latest Texas book releases, book-related events, I'll give you some book reviews, and more. If you'd like to get involved with the podcast, if you have a book or event or a news item you'd like me to feature, please feel free to email me at info at quartermarchmedia.com. As always, the Texas Books Podcast is brought to you by Quarter March Media. Quarter March is a new independent publisher founded in Texas and focusing solely on Texas writings and writers. We are currently accepting submissions in several categories, including completed literary novel manuscripts. Since launching earlier this year, we've received some great novel submissions and are seeking the perfect manuscript to release as our flagship novel. We are also seeking genre fiction for what we are calling our Beach Read series. So if you've been trying to place your romance, horror, or mystery novel or novella with a publisher, please consider submitting your manuscript with us. Finally, you can dust up your Texas-inspired short stories and poems for the inaugural Keep Texas Salty Anthology. This anthology is scheduled for publication in early 2020 and is inspired by life on the Texas Gulf Coast. So for all of you writers out there listening, please check out quartermarchmedia.com if you'd like us to consider your work for publication. And now for your latest Texas book news. The rumors are true. Author John Grisham is coming to the 2019 Texas Book Festival. He'll be discussing his new novel, The Guardians, on October 26th at the First Baptist Church of Austin, located at 901 Trinity Street. Not surprisingly, due to the staggering fame and popularity of Grisham, this will be a ticketed event. Tickets include one pre-signed copy of the book and admission for one for $35. They're available now at the Texas Book Festival website. While we're on the subject of book festival events, the Texas Teen Book Festival has released their lineup of authors. It's a stellar list, and festival officials have also treated us to a few teaser details about these author events. Texas Teen Book Festival will showcase David Yoon, illustrator of New York Times bestseller Everything Everything, who will present his debut novel, Frankly in Love, a thoughtful story of navigating expectations and first love, along with Gabby Rivera. LGBTQ Latinx author of Marvel's upcoming first Latina lesbian character, America Chavez, who will present Juliet Takes a Breath, in which a queer Puerto Rican girl faces challenges growing up in the Bronx. These are just a couple of the amazing events coming up at the Texas Teen Book Festival. You can check out their website for a complete author listing. A bit of sad news. In reporting that Austin Institution, Resistencia Books, was forced to close after a sudden and sharp increase in rent on their East Cesar Chavez location. If the news of an independent bookstore being forced to shutter is as upsetting to you as it is to me, know that you can help bring this bookstore back. They are currently having a fundraiser via their social media accounts. According to their fundraiser details, 
they are seeking funds to cover moving expenses, pay rent, or purchase a small property, and to pay their part-time staff who will be working overtime to resettle the bookstore. So help keep an indie alive. American Short Fiction, an Austin-based literary magazine, won its category in the Whitting Literary Magazine Prize. American Short Fiction was founded by Laura Furman at the University of Texas Press and in cooperation with the Texas Center for Writers and the Sound of Writing broadcast on National Public Radio. It quickly gained a national reputation for first-rate fiction. During its initial run from 1991 to 1998, the magazine was a two-time finalist for the National Magazine Award for Fiction. In 2006, American Short Fiction resumed publication under the guidance of the good people at Badger Dog Literary Publishing, where it continued its award-winning record, most recently in the hands of the talented Jill Myers. Congratulations to Jill Myers and all of the talented editors and contributors of American Short Fiction on this amazing honor. The Texas State Library and Archives Commission is launching a new program, eReads Texas, to bring electronic books to Texans served by small community libraries in all parts of the state. The eRead Texas program will provide library ebooks and an e-reader application that will make it possible for all Texans served by public libraries to access ebooks. From Mark Smith, director and Texas state librarian. We are very happy to be able to offer Texans access to these high demand materials through their public libraries. We recognize the great need in communities across the state for diverse reading materials and are excited to partner with local libraries to provide cost-effective and user-friendly access to those resources. Texas Indie Reads, in which we select an independent book by a Texas author or on a Texas subject that we think you're going to love. Our latest Texas indie read is The Light, Houston, Texas by Joe M. Solomon. From the cover, people are randomly and savagely attacking one another all along the East Coast from Maine to Florida. Some speculate it may be related to strange lights that have appeared in the sky above the outbreaks. Before any solid conclusions can be drawn, however, the brutality spreads, sweeping across the country until it hits Houston, then proceeds on to the West Coast. Robert, a handful of classmates, and a few others manage to survive the first wave and find themselves in the midst of civilization's blackest hour, surrounded by pandemonium, bloodshed, and masses of people who have been stripped of their humanity. Hours later, as those strange lights continue to dominate the skies, the vicious horde undergoes a new transformation. There is no escaping the horror. Unable to reach his fiancée by phone, Robert sets out to find her joined by a small ensemble of fellow survivors. So, a bit of a personal confession. I am obsessed with the specific subgenre of movies that I call panic films. These aren't necessarily alien or natural disaster or general action films. It can be any or none of those options. What I'm looking for what I'm an absolute sucker for in movies is when a community descends rapidly and jointly into chaos and people are left panicked and more often than not fleeing the source of the crisis. I have no idea why I like movies like this. I'm generally more of a six hour long BBC miniseries kind of a person, 
But something about the excitement and often terror of these panic films make them my ultimate guilty pleasure. For me, The Light, Houston, Texas, was a panic film in book form. And yes, I mean that as a compliment. This book starts lightning fast and maintains an exciting yet not exhausting pace. I tore through this book, obsessed with the characters I loved, such as Robert, as well as the ones I love to hate. Anthony, I'm looking at you. Since this is a spoiler-free zone, I'll keep things vague and simply say that the crazies or the clowns or the zombies or the lunatics, the light people or whatever the characters call the villains of this tale at various points are terrifying and intoxicating. To quote a character, I think this is the end of the world, for real. This is the perfect novel for a last pool or beach day of the summer, or just curled up one evening at home, scaring the living daylights out of yourself. Grab your calendars and a sturdy pencil, as we're about to take you through the can't-miss book and author events coming up around Texas. Write Space, in Houston, Texas, is back from a brief hiatus with a calendar brimming with excellent events for writers. Founded in April of 2014, Write Space is a grassroots literary organization founded by writers for writers. At Write Space, they support writers of all genres, including writers of literary fiction, poetry, science fiction, fantasy, mystery, young adult, and other genres. Through their weekly writing workshops led by some of Houston's finest writing teachers, they seek to give writers who can't afford to earn an MFA in creative writing the same high-quality training and mentorship opportunities available through MFA programs. For just a small taste of their upcoming events, they are offering an intensive workshop in horror writing, as well as one on novel pacing. Online offerings include method writing, plotting through character, beginnings, middles, and ends, and much more. You can visit the calendar on the WriteSpace website for a complete list of their events. I highly recommend this organization as an essential resource for all you Texas writers out there. It didn't take long for me to get around to plugging a book signing event at Galveston Bookshop. Full disclosure, I'm incredibly partial to this Galveston gem both as a local resident and a former employee. On Saturday, September 7th from 2 to 4 p.m., Galveston Bookshop will host author Lisa Hanberg with her series of mysteries set on Galveston Island. A popular Galveston Island birding guide is found dead in Christmas Bay, west of San Luis Pass. Was the killing random or does someone have it out for birders? Can private investigator Zena Callie solve the crime without ruffling too many feathers? Honeymooners hoping to find a quiet spot for a romantic picnic instead discover the dead body of Forrest Yates, a top birding guide and bottom-dweller human. The murder rattles the local birding association as they prepare for the yearly influx of sandhill cranes and the bird enthusiasts who flock to the island to watch them. With Ned, the pelican man, Quinn, as their sidekick, Zena and her team explore the dark side of birding and the tenuous relationship between commerce and nature to solve the case. Dead Pelicans is the third in a series of mysteries following the case files of Zena Callie, who had relocated to Galveston, Texas, and opened the Paradise Lost Spy Shop and Private Investigation Practice in the gritty Strand Historical District. <laughs> 
Let's stop into our Texas Essentials book review segment. This is when we highlight a book that we consider to be essential reading for any Texas bibliophile. God Save Texas by Lawrence Wright. Now, you probably remember hearing a lot about this book in recent years, as it was beloved all over the nation and not just by Texans. In this book, Lawrence Wright manages to engage and acknowledge well-known Texas stereotypes while simultaneously painting a sympathetic and humorous portrait of our state. Is Texas perfect? No, but it is a unique and riveting place and one worthy of celebration as well as analysis in a book such as this. God Save Texas is a journey through the most controversial state in America. It is a red state, but the cities are blue and among the most diverse in the nation. Oil is still king, but Texas now leads California in technology exports. Low taxes and minimal regulation have produced extraordinary growth, but also striking income disparities. Bringing together the historical and the contemporary, the political and the personal, Texas native Lawrence Wright gives us a colorful, wide-ranging portrait of a state that not only reflects our country as it is, but as it may become, and shows how the battle for Texas' soul encompasses us all. If all of this sounds a bit heavy to you, Trust me, it is. This book isn't exactly a joyful romp. Rather, it is a deep and compelling look into the soul of our state and an invitation to acknowledge and alter certain circumstances that require changes. We aren't the only ones who consider this book essential either. A New York Times notable book, National Book Critics Circle Award finalist, and an NPR Best Book of the Year, God Save Texas belongs on your bookshelf. Finally, these are the latest Texas book releases that you won't want to miss. Bill O'Neill recently published his latest book, Billy and Olive Dixon, The Plainsman and His Lady. Billy Dixon triggered the most celebrated shot in the history of the West at the Battle of Adobe Walls in 1874. A fellow adventure seeker, Olive King, came to the Panhandle from back east to visit her cowboy brothers. She became a frontier school marm, and she met her famous neighbor, Billy Dixon. Billy and Olive fell in love, married, and had eight children. Olive persuaded Billy to dictate his memoirs to her, and the result was a classic frontier biography, Life of Billy Dixon, Plainsman, Scout, and Pioneer. During a long widowhood, Olive Dixon became a major force in Panhandle history, helping to establish the Panhandle Plains Museum, writing and speaking about her own pioneer experiences as well as Billy's, and erecting impressive monuments at Adobe Walls and Buffalo Wallow. Bill O'Neill recently concluded six years of service as state historian of Texas, traveling tens of thousands of miles across the Lone Star State as an ambassador for Texas history. He is a past president and fellow of both the West Texas Historical Association and the East Texas Historical Association. Bill is the author of more than 40 books, as well as 300 articles and book reviews. His most recent writing award, the A.C. Green Literary Award, was presented at the 2015 West Texas Book Festival in Abilene. This book is out now from Eakin Press 
and is available on Amazon as well as at indie bookstores in Texas. For my fellow poetry lovers out there, I strongly recommend Virgin X, a new collection of poetry by Natalia Trevino. Born in Mexico and raised in Texas, Natalia is a professor at Northwest Vista College in San Antonio. Raised between two worlds, she aims to bridge understandings between those separated by arbitrary human borders. A standout review of this collection from Veronica Golos, author of Root Work, says, quote, In The Virgin X, we find a kind of cross-stitching, a garment worthy of La Mer. This poetic labor, which we only see because of its wide references and obvious study, offers us a voice both ancient and contemporary. It is the voice of Aztec and of San Antonio, of the Madonna and the goddess with a necklace of hands. It is the cross-bordering that brings to the reader an admixture of English and Spanish, of a meticulous embroidering and yet a sparseness of space and word. I think this book is gorgeous, necessary. Read it. If you're looking to curl up with a steamy romance novel, you might consider Lori Wilde's new book, Tucker. From the cover, Stranger on Her Doorstep. Perpetual do-gooder July Johnson's latest cause was no straggly alley cat, but six feet of pure male. And though the stranger was surely hiding secrets, something told July that beneath Tucker's gruff exterior was a soul longing to be loved. Undercover lawman Tucker Haynes has chosen July's apartment as his hideout, but cozying up with the exasperating July had the cool cop seeing stars, for his feisty housemate had him dreaming of a future that could never be. Tucker is the fifth installment in Lori Wilde's heartwarming series, Texas Rascals. For all you Austinites and Austin lovers, don't forget about Austin to ATX by Joe Nick Patowski, which was published earlier this year. In this gonzo history of the city of the Violet Crown, author and journalist Joe Nick Patowski chronicles the modern evolution of the quirky, bustling, funky, self-contradictory place known as Austin, Texas. Petoskey describes the series of cosmic accidents that toss together a mashup of outsiders, free spirits, thinkers, educators, artists, and politicians who would foster the atmosphere, the vibe, the slightly off-kilter zeitgeist that allowed Austin to become the home of both Armadillo World Headquarters and Dell Technologies. Keep Austin weird, and of course, keep reading.
that wraps it up for me and this latest episode of the Texas Books Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the books featured in this episode, visit our website at www.quartermarchmedia.com podcast and view the show notes. There you'll find links to the titles mentioned in the show. The music in today's episode was Words by Jason Shaw, and you can find it on freemusicarchive.org. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, follow us on social media at Quartermarch Media for our latest episodes and our own publishing news. If you have an event, a book, or a news item that you think we should feature, contact me, Carrie Farrell Foley, via info at quartermarchmedia.com, or just hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll be back in a few weeks. Keep reading, keep writing, and keep creating.